Two boys, one podcast. Two boys, one podcast. Your movie connection. When it's time for reflecting, we make fun of each other. Then do film reviews. Winner or loser, is this movie right for you? Nope, it sucks. Don't press your luck. You better listen to us. Two boys, one podcast. Welcome to Two Boys, One One Ghoul, One Ghost, and One Podcast. And one podcast and Welcome, one everyone. one hunk of junk it's interesting i think the creepiest thing of this type of season when we do a, when we do this podcast of yours is that the it's a little thing i like to call halloween well it's that it's mostly that the song is singing about us and that's disturbing somehow yeah wow halloween again huh well we made it around the calendar one more time i guess it's, it's just like a birthday it is it's uh Spectacular number six, so I think. Is it really six? Wow. Maybe even seven. I don't know. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of that's a lot of uh, spectaculars. It's a lot of horror movies. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of them. I think uh, some some might say too many. Well, some would be wrong. They'd be very wrong. I mean, don't you? It's it's my favorite time of year. It's a good time of year, yeah. It's good, good I'll take good. Yeah, what I mean, you, I, I really, I really enjoy fall, and and while I don't enjoy being cold, I enjoy other things that the cold outside lets me do inside. You know, I like warm blankets, sweaters, coziness. Yeah, soups. Yeah, that's been uh, good. Snuggles from your sweetheart. Yeah, what do you call it? Yeah, yeah. You remember. I did. I remembered. Yeah. Look at you. Look at you with a memory. Wow. I I memory things. I do it sometimes. I do good sometimes. You do great lots of times, buddy. You are just spectacular. I love you. The world loves you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just a goddamn ray of sunshine. It's great. Yeah, listen to you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm buddy. Back, buddy. I'm glad we do this thing. I'm glad. Yeah, that me with, too. Without you, I wouldn't watch horror films ever. So. Well, that's sad. That'd that's, be that's, what a horrible reality that would be. It would be a horrible, horrible reality. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing this year? What'd you do? I know you went to a couple parties. Yeah, we had a couple parties. We we had a couple costumes. We. Now, oot in a boot, you know, oot in a boot, and uh, yeah, it's a good time. We we made some dishes, uh, we did some dishes, and uh, ate a lot of dishes. ate a lot of candy. Yeah. What kind of candy? Uh, I think Snickers is the 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 front runner this year. They are Hungry, not why wait? this podcast. So no, yet no. we should get them. Yeah, I think they listen. They listen. They're on the fence. Yeah, Mr. Snicker. Yep. Mr. Snicker, come on. I think his first name's Frank. Frank Snickers. Frank Snickers. Yeah. Good guy. We love Frank Snickers on this show. Yeah. Big, big fans of Frank Snickers. Yep. Big, big, Um, big, big fan. 
you dressed up as a, a witch and a wizard. Is that correct? Yeah, I went as a less Hagrid Hagrid. Okay. Is your, is your beard all big and stuff right now? It is. Big, big bushy beard. Great big bushy beard. Good. Great big yeah. bushy beard. Yeah. What the places you went were they all decked out and with Halloween drinks and treats and stuff? Yeah, they were. the The first one certainly. Um, the Supreme Dingus doesn't throw the party he used to because. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I I feel it's like a, well, a personal slight he's taking on me by doing that. Um, but yeah, that's true. fine. Well, that probably is. He is a, the dingus. He is a he's a grudge holder like that. He also hates Halloween. And he's not here to defend himself, so I'm going to take that yeah. as a fact. Um, it's a fact, Dingy. Yep. But, uh, no, I mean, we, we we used to do this deal over his place where he would, he'd really went all, all out for, for Halloween. I remember hearing about where it, he yeah. would, Were you never there for one? Never or made you were in, You were in Afton. I was um, in the corner of Afton and Afton, yep. Yeah, so he, like, October 1st, he'd start setting up his lawn, and then... He had these like uh, scarecrow type type Grim Reapers that he would leave out in the yep, lawn. Yeah, familiar. Yeah. And then Halloween night, we'd set fog machines out, or he would do it if I wasn't there to help. And then we would take the the position of these these scarecrow yep. uh, Grim Reapers that had been there all month for the kids to kind of get acclimated to and know that they're not real. And we would just hold these positions as they would walk past. And then when they came back through, we'd scare the bejesus out of them. The old bait and switch. Yeah, we do the old bait and switch. Uh, and it was great because uh, we had we did it for a few years and, f- and parents would bring their children back and like shoot oh, them nice. up the yard. And then they'd start recording because <laughs> they, they wanted to yeah, get video yeah. of us just giving their children nightmares. It was great. It was good wonderful. Parents, like they parent, all the parenting. all the candy they'd worked so hard for was like strewn about in the air, and then cool. they were. It was like a cartoon. Like their shoes were in the air. They were there was a smoke trail leading down the sidewalk. It was, it was wonderful. <laughs> they tried to run, but they went. <laughs> they couldn't get their footing, and they yep. ran in place for a second before they could take off. Absolutely. Cool. And then nice you work. could hear this like zing. <laughs> Trail of smoke down the block. Yep. Cool. It was a good time. So, so damn much it, Dingus. Fun. So much fun that Dingus just decided that I I didn't need that in my life anymore. In your life, and you so, did need it. So you do need it. it. He quit doing it. It's fine. It's fine. He's a meanie. Fine. Yep. We're all fine. Here. How about you? What did you guys do? Nothing. No, we were going to go out last night to. We had some costumes ready, and Victoria wasn't feeling well, so. Oh no! I just watched some horror horrid movies, which is fine. Did you did you rewatch the ones we're going to talk about today? Uh, I rewatched uh, Rise. I did, yeah. Oh, nice. Because I because uh, I, I I had a forty eight hour rental, so I figured, what the heck? I'll watch what that the, again. What the hooey? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what uh, that sucks that you couldn't go out. What were your co- costumes going to be? That yeah, was like a voodoo priest and priestess. Oh. What's the name of that movie you always recommend to me? Something Serpent of the Rainbow? <laughs> if I recommend it, Serpent of the Rainbow, yeah. Yeah, never seen it. Bill Pullman, you love him. You're always talking about, oh, Billy, Billy, gosh, Independence Day and uh, 
while you were sleeping. Was he in that? <laughs> I think he Maybe. was. Maybe. <laughs> Isn't he the president? Yeah, he's the president. And, yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I mean, I quote him every year. That is true. So. While you're yeah. sleeping, sleeping isn't a bad movie. No, no, that's not. My sister was a big fan of it, so I watched it a lot as a kid. Sure. I I got a lot of confused confused feelings about Sandra Bullock. What What are you confused about? Well, you know, I was just a young boy, and I, I don't know. She was she was a pretty lady, and I you know I was just figuring it out, you know. Neat. <laughs> yeah. All right. I still have a crush on her. What's that? I still have a crush on her. Well, I mean, that's okay. I think she probably is a huge fan of this podcast, so she has a crush on you as well. Hi, Sandra. Yeah, give a shout-out to old Sandy. Sandy. She's so congenial. Yeah. She's very congeniality. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, this is the Halloween special, and... uh, Throw away the rules and the spooktacular. Just, at, this goes spooktacular. off book for us. There are two. Well, sometimes there's more than two. Uh, at least, at least two. Minimum two specials. Of two. Minimum of two specials we do over the course of the year. We throw the book out, and uh, I think we should probably re restate the rules on our next regular show so that people can not have to listen from the beginning. Sure, sure. It's probably, we should like, probably do uh, it every episode like regular podcasts. Like regular podcasts do. So, yeah. uh, this I used to try to do the, that, but... Yeah, we can try. We, it didn't we stick. Really it didn't stick. Script. You know. Eh, you know. It's fine. Everything's we fine. We do us. Everything's fine. We, yeah. we, we do us sometimes better than other people do. I would say frequently we do better us ourselves better than other people. Frequently. I do an okay impression of myself. We'll see. We'll see how I do next time. Depends if I'm on or not. Yeah, you know, I just, I got to ask the magic eight ball. Um, mm-hmm. Check that up. And sometimes it's like, don't even ask, you know. Inquire later. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> so. Anyway, so I get to pick three movies here. And then for the 12 Days of Die Hard, Zeke gets to pick three movies. Formerly five. Second yes. year of three movies. Yeah, I mean, without SD involved today, we should have umped it back up to five. But we could have gotten every single this this year. We're watching Evil Dead, nineteen eighty one, Evil Dead, twenty thirteen, and Rise of the Evil Dead. And had we done the five, we could have gotten all all five. It would have been the first time that we've recovered a previously covered yep, I would have, movie. Yeah, you see what you've done to us, SD. You took something away. <laughs> you ruined, it would have been beautiful. You ruined, ruined us. You ruined the day. We're ruined. Ruined. That's fine. That's fine. Everything's fine. It's all As fine. Stated. I uh, I was I was having a discussion yesterday on how this typically goes because we all have different lives, um, and I I still have yep, your yeah. birthday present. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we we have not to... seen each other for months. A long time. Um, and then SD when we did Buckaroo Banzai. Brought gifts mm-hmm. for us, um, but wanted to oh, give it to us together. So, oh, so he's still he's still uh, holding on to them. So I still have those. Uh, he's not okay. holding on to them. He let them go, and I have them now. Ah, I and then you. I okay. have a 
Halloween spooktacular gift for the two of you um, that I guess I'll just keep hanging on to. Boy, Christmas is going to be great. Yeah, it's but I can't. Time of the year. It it might be, but I'm I can tell you what I'm not getting any of you gifts for Christmas. Why not? Because I already have gifts for the rest of the year. No, no, but you still. You, <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's not how it works. Okay, it might be. You'll be getting presents too. We're gonna have to get a little two boys tree, and we'll put all of our little presents under there, and then little a little ornament of the two of us. As we're doing our Dom Deluise with, with and our a Johnny with a ghost of SD. Open a present. Yeah. Oh my God! Like what? What did you call it? Is it a? Pra- it's a prairie oyster or some garbage? We have to add to it now. <laughs> prairie oyster. It's it's a Johnny Carson. It's Johnny Carson. It's a Dom DeLuise. It's a it's a lot. What it is is it's a lot, and and we end up. I mean, it's it's a good it's a good celebratory thing. We just we don't have any plans the next day because we usually wake up yep. a little later than normal. No, that is true. Yeah. Halloween might have been the same if we could ever get together for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's fine. We should get dressed up and do it in costumes sometime so they can they can they can watch it in their mind's eye over the over a podcast that they don't see visually. It's perfect. I think the fans would all appreciate that. Yeah, Yeah, they would. We would. We would. We have. We could do it again. And so we shall. And so we shall. Yeah. So. Alrighty. Well, you ready to dive into this old son of a bitch? Let's Evil Dead dive into this. Yes. Yeah. I feel like uh, the beginning is a very good place to start. How about you? Yeah. I figured we'd probably just go in order. That works for me. Here we go. Evil Dead, 1981. It was before our time. It's before we was born, even. It's even before our time. We was just little twinkles in our pappy's eye. So it's written and directed by... I do. Do you want me to read it? Okay. Yeah. It's very long. It's very long and, and, and robust. Five friends travel to a cabin in the woods where they unknowingly release flesh-possessing demons. Written and directed by Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, Ellen Sandweiss, Richard Demoniker, star. So... Demoniker. Ooh. Demoniker. Demanamin. Demanin. Manincore. Demanicor. Sure how to say it, but uh, yeah, eighty-one. Manicor. Um. What what started as a as an indie um, became a yeah. franchise. It was a short um, short before it was a movie. You probably knew that. I, so that's what I thought. Cause we 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 covered Evil Dead Two. Um, we did yeah. uh, early on in this podcast lineage. Um, Number two or so. Yeah, and uh, I I have not seen the short. Have you seen the short? No, I haven't. I don't think it's very easy to find. But I've never really looked either. So so I guess I, I guess I meant I, think it's cool. I meant to ask you. Do you is it did it start as a short on paper or did they make a short? And then They're, they made a short. They made the short. Okay, so they've remade this film even more times than I thought. I guess so. Yep. So it's it's interesting. Like the Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi go. The reason they go way back Ch- is because Ch- of this movie. Childhood friends. And well, Bruce Campbell put up his family's property in northern Michigan as collateral, so that Sam not only could finish the film but also blow it up 
uh, blow it up to 35 millimeter film, which was required for theatrical release. Raimi was so grateful for Campbell's financial contribution that he credited him as co-producer. Uh, that is both unreal, yeah. um, but also um, I, I laughed because that's uh, kind of how Ghostbusters gets the uh, firehouse location is Dan Aykroyd's character puts up the family cabin. As yeah, yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. And then I believe they don't address it necessarily, but they're destitute by the time the sequel rolls around. So yeah, kind of fun to do. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine doing that these days? Yeah. No, no, it'd be, I mean, it'd be, no, there, I think it probably happens quite a bit and people don't talk about it because it's shameful and, um, a lot of bad luck can go with it, but filmmaking brings out the the worst kind of luck typically, but you, you hear about the good ones, right? Like, uh, Rodriguez in once upon a time in Mexico, uh, when he put up, like he put the whole movie on credit cards, you get. Uh, clerks, clerks, or no, it was mall yeah. rats, right? Or was it clerks first? That no, it was clerk, clerks. Clerks. So you get like put literally putting your life and your family's future in uh, right. like going to lay it. Not you're not betting red or black. You're betting on green hitting, and sometimes it works, but most of the time it doesn't. So, but good for Bruce and good oh, for Sam. Sure I glad, guess. Sure glad they did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, really so you worked talk out for to, Sam. What's that? Really worked out for Sam. I mean, I think it worked out for both of them. I mean, Bruce Campbell. I mean, it did, but Sam came out a little better than he did. Sort of. I mean, I I think, I think Bruce got he. Yeah. So it's interesting. Like Sam, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I think they. I think I just think they probably want different things. Um, Sam is one of the few people who's done multiple trilogies of films, or been at least been associated with them. Yeah. And so he he had Dark Man. He had Spider-Man, and he had this. And, I mean, this, I think the core of it still counts as a trilogy, right? And then there's remakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not many people. You look at, like, Sylvester Stallone, you get uh, Vin Diesel, you get, uh, I think there's a couple Spielberg. others. There's a, There aren't many people who've done at least three trilogies out there. I suppose that's true. Hmm. So... And then Bruce Campbell, you know, he's he got a book book out of it. He got Multiple several books, yeah. spinoffs. He's kind of an iconic f- face. I think you could. It's true. He's very recognizable. He's been in a lot of TV shows, been in a lot of movies. Part probably more recognizable than Sam, even though Sam's career is. That's different. true. I'd recognize him. You would. You would. <laughs> and his brother. Well, they kind of look the same. Yeah, they do. They sure do. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, I don't. I would think most people are familiar with the Evil Dead. They're a bunch of friends. They go to the woods to a cabin, spending the weekend. They uh, all of a sudden the cellar. It's a dilapidated cabin, not super dilapidated, but you know, rundown. It's, it's the eighties, early eighties. All of a sudden, the cellar door opens up on its own they go down there investigate they find a book a really weird looking book and they read from it and they release something that starts possessing them uh yeah and then poor poor ash has to one by one kill his friends that have become demons and sisters sister 
right? I'm pretty sure there was a yeah, weird, it was a sister, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a weird line. They didn't make much reference to it. There was one line yeah. where it made it seem like it was his sister. Um, yeah, it was. So, uh, there were a, a, the opening scene where the the demon seems to come out of the water or fly over water and mm-hmm. and through the woods that's the that's classic kind of, the classic tracking the iconic shot yeah and that's replicated both in evil dead 2 and and also in the evil dead or, or sorry excuse me evil dead and evil dead rise um yeah. i'm a little disappointed that they didn't have the uh title in there called still dead still evil but um, that's fine. <laughs> they didn't ask me. Next one. Next one. Sweet. Uh, they, I feel like there's some rules that they dis, dis, um, disavow or they, they, they should implement and don't. Uh, number one, leave the creepy cabin for God's sake. It's like, I don't understand why yeah, everybody in a horror trying, film is stupid. Bridge. bridge is out. Two, two, um, bridge you just out. can't draw on, it wasn't when they started. Well, it was fine. Uh, by the time they knew, it was too late. Well, it's because they're stupid. Uh, two, you just can't draw on paper like that. It's bad for the demon paper. Um, yep, yep. Like you she can't stab draw. People don't do that. Linda does. Um, they have this weird thing in this movie. I don't know if it happens in Evil Dead 2, but it does happen in Evil Dead where uh, the woman is essentially raped by the woods. Yeah. Yep. Um Nope, it doesn't happen in two. It doesn't happen in two? It does not. Um, it doesn't really... I don't understand. Like, There's a lot of the, the possession that it doesn't make sense to me. Like that... Like, so she, the, yeah, initial, it's, it's pretty, the initial they, person is, is uh, possessed, but then if they yeah. cut or stab anybody... It, 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 but not then always, they, or if they get, or if you get fluid on them, sometimes that does. Yeah, it. or fluid, then it affects them. Unless it's the lead character hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it, he's, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's Ash, you know. He's Ashley. Ashley. Yep. yep. Um. So that's that's fine. I did really like the line. Uh. Well, so, uh, the, they kept saying like, "What's wrong with her? What's wrong with her eyes?" And I was like, "She's dead. She's, it's because she's dead." Yeah, yeah. They kept, but they're like, well, what about the eyes? Like, it, the flesh is rotting off the body, but yes, the eyes are white and dead looking. It's because they're dead. Well, eyes are windows to the soul, my friend. Well, not if the soul's not there anymore. It's vacant. The soul's well, vacant. Somewhere in, in, in hell. She um, suffers. I, the, 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 so they go to this cabin in the woods, they find this tape recorder about left by the per- previous owner which is really weird because they they seemingly went to this location with permission right yeah so someone it seems like a setup somehow they go to the basement where this guy's left his recordings of like i've resurrected oh yeah, yeah this demon a, from the woods pro- blah, blah, blah. and demons yeah and and Kandarian, then maybe they're like oh you know what would be great is if we take this flesh covered book human flesh covered book upstairs and and listen to it more yeah there was a there was a because they're stupid being translated it's like oh one of the translation is like oh the act of bodily dismemberment and it says we're gonna get you 
Let's keep reading. <laughs> you got to suspend your disbelief, my friend. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I, I, I'd like to believe that the rules set up in the movie are the rules that I'm believing in, but then they break their own rules and then there's nothing left to believe in. But I did like the line, shut up, Linda, being shouted. When she's like... When she's taunting him. Yeah, pushing up the, the cellar door and whatnot. Um, there were a lot of really cool shots, like the, the iconic tracking shot through the woods and over the water. On a, stairs from underneath as Ashley's walking up. Um, the clock from behind the, the, whatever you call the ticking thing. I thought that was cool. And then the upside down Angel. shot of, of Ashley as he's walking outside. Um, yep. What I didn't like is that Ash got hurt multiple times. Um, yeah. Uh, he was... They, they, like, moved this door block bench in front of the door to keep the demon out. Literally moments after, both of the front windows had been broken entirely. So, yep, yep. I didn't love that at all. Um, but overall, I mean, it, it is a what they did. It, it seemed, honestly, it seemed very Tim Burton-y. I thought it was a cool movie, certainly for its time. Tim Burton-y? Yeah, I mean, the, the the way that they did the, I'm assuming the way that they did the the rotting flesh was stop motion. It looked stop motion. It looked very like very much yeah, like a Beetlejuice is. kind of thing. Um, so I thought that was cool. Um, for me, I haven't watched this in a long, long time. I mean, of course, I've seen it before multiple times, but I, it's probably been, I don't know, more than five years uh, how much it strikes me as a an old like uh, 70s movie like uh, Black Christmas or something it still has that you yeah. know it's 81 so it still has that feel of it but I I've never really heard it but it seems like it must be a bit of a groundbreaking in the sense that it sort of really does a lot of different things like the the amount of practical effects and gore and the ideas of it See, yeah I, I can't I can't think of anything around that time I'm probably wrong, but no. I mean, I think like, it seems like it started a, a whole new, yeah, whatever, a whole new movement or wave of. It is very different than Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's different than Freddy. Yeah. It's different than Friday. It's different than, um, than Halloween. Yeah. Um, I I think the in the trivia that I made a note they had the. Andy Granger, um, who was a friend of both Sam and Bruce, said, fellas, no matter what you do, keep the blood running down the screen. Um, so they included a scene with a finished film where the blood runs down the projector down screen, the screen as a tribute. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, nice. I think this one did use like 300, was it 300 gallons of blood? Did they? Wow. No, that seems high. Yeah, so uh, looking at the that trivia might be, that might next be rise. one. Um, well, the evil, the Evil Dead in in their in their uh, trivia, it did say that that movie used seven seventy thousand gallons of fake blood, and in an interview they said um, that compared to two to three hundred gallons used in the original. Um, okay, so like three hundred gallons is a lot. It is a lot. Seventy thousand is a lot, but. My goodness, it's a lot of blood. It's a lot of blood. 
Yeah. I wonder how much The Shining used. How much what one? Which one? The Shining. Uh, you know, I don't have that number. Let me well, find out. Well, what the there. hell, dude? Where's uh, the thing? Do you have any other you know? quotes or or favorite parts you wanted to share? Because you really like, like, this is one of your favorite franchises, right? Yeah, yeah, it sure, sure is. Uh, I just like, uh, I, I love how the the demons, the deadites, that has become known. Uh, I think Army of Darkness is when they coined that, possibly, in two, but I don't recall. It's been a while since I've seen that in two, but uh, they're very taunting and uh, crass. Uh, killer, if you can, lover boy. Um, when Ash is trying to kill his girlfriend, uh, his sister or whatever is taunting him, saying, "You know, you don't have, you don't have it." Um, yeah, that was yeah. my one quote. Nice. Uh, I did sure. find uh, three thousand gallons of fake blood in The Shining. Okay. Um, I'm I'm getting conflicting reports. SD is going to correct us, but it's not going to matter because he's not here. Uh, it looks like yep. uh, the It Chapter Two set the record back in 2022, really? um, taking it away from Evil Dead 2013. Oh, interesting. Did you, but, Evil Dead Rise didn't beat that? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I thought I swore I remember hearing that Evil Dead Rise set the new record when it came out, but that's what I was thinking because that I mean that scene has a lot of blood. Um, There's a lot of blood all over. Six and a half thousand liters of blood were used. Liters. So. Six and a half thousand um, liters. Four liters. So they only they only use. Don't convert to gallons. Seventeen. Hundred gallons, it looks like. On rise, on rise. Okay, all right, whatever. And they they made it in an industrial sized kitchen to to store and cook it up quickly. Way to blow it, rise. God. But e- Evil Dead twenty thirteen, like if that's real, I don't know how anything could come yeah. close to seventy thousand. But then, it, it, it chapter two beat that. I don't remember there being that much blood in it. Chapter two, I would have thought one would have had more. But... Deleted scenes. That doesn't seem right. Like that. That can't. That can't possibly be seventy thousand gallons. I bet that's a miss. A misprint because looking online, it says yeah. four and a half. Four and a half thousand gallons of fake blood were used on set, which is still. So four and a half thousand gallons on it. Chapter two. Um, 70,000 seems astro- astronomically high. It yeah. does. It does indeed. But yeah, that's, that's all the notes I had on, um, on the evil dead. I had to go buy the DVD because yeah. it's not streaming okay. anywhere that I can find. Oh, well, good for you. Where do that's you watch it? a good one for the, oh, yeah, I own it. Oh, you already had it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, now it's part of my collection as well. That's true. I should have known. I should have known it was true. I had them all, baby. Well, not Rise. Well, now I have um, Rise. Oh, cool. All right. 
Um, some of the things I mentioned is, uh, as we go forward, um, how the next movies reference it, uh, the locket that Ash gives to his girlfriend makes an appearance in the next movie, uh, Evil Dead 2013, um, and then some of the quotes as we go further on and, and such are referenced, uh, yeah, it's got really cool... Like the, the scene with the blood going down the projector screen, filling the light bulb, exploding. Um, the special effects were just, just great. I mean, I suppose you could say the stop motion for some of the, the decomposition stuff is, is hokey, but uh, still. No, I think, I mean, you don't have to watch it with, through the lens of its day, and I thought I thought it was pretty good. I didn't, I didn't outright love it, but I do appreciate all that it did and what it spawned from it. Yep, yep. Um, I think it was, it was a very good, certainly a very good independent movie. I think it, yeah, I think it counts certainly. as independent. Um, being that yeah, they had to yeah, leverage their I own home so. to make it. Um, I know they went around to like car dealerships and stuff and like just wherever they talked to anyone, anyone that would be willing to contribute well you, you think of yeah i mean they, they they had to raise it all themselves and i think you look around the other horror genres and there are you know there are, there's a lot of repeated beat to death sequels and genres but this one yep. has it's been remade if you count evil dead 2 sort of being a remake um it's yeah. been and, the, and then the short film and like there are, there's a trilogy plus, at at least three versions of or two at least. I mean, if you're being generous, think, two two sequels. What's that? I don't. I don't think Rise counts as a as a remake. I think that's a sort of like a Mad Max. Okay. Like a set in the same universe, okay. but it's not. It's not a remake. Interesting. And then you have three seasons of the TV show. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean they. Sam, uh, sorry, Bruce Campbell really, like, putting the house up as collateral, certainly, I think yeah, he probably right. came out okay yeah. on it, but. You're right, I take it back. But it's he didn't do as cool. well as Sam, though. I mean, that's, Sam Raimi is, he's accomplished a lot. I don't, I'm not going to lie, I'm pretty critical of some of the things that he's done. Yeah, but, yeah, I know uh, yeah. The But he has had the opportunity to keep working, and he's certainly very capable when he when he knocks it out of the park it's it's for real he sure does so that's cool yeah so i guess we can write the old the old girl uh sex or the saw of course i'm giving it sex a full blast from a single barrel shotgun okay uh i'm gonna out of 299 which is my rating system because it makes sense um, I'm going to give it. So does mine. Um, two forty-five. Two dollars and forty-five. Pretty cents. good. Pretty good. I think pretty it's pretty good. good. I think it's uh, certainly this time of year. It seems like a staple. Yeah. So, About as high um, as it goes for us. I think. I think it is. It's amongst the the top of the line. So nice work on that one. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah. That's. that's uh, it's going to increasingly go down, I bet. But let's see what happens, huh? Yeah. 
Uh, the next one is 2013. It, uh, it was a few more than a few years later, this remake. Yeah. Um, do you want me to read the synopsis? Yes, read the synopsis. Synopsis. All right, so this one is written, it's written and directed by, uh, I think his name, his name is uh, Fidi Alvarez. It's written by yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Roto Sayaguis and Sam Raimi, also worked as a writer. Um, five friends head to a remote cabin where the discovery of a book of the dead leads them to unwittingly summon up demons living in the nearby woods. Uh, it stars yeah. uh, Jane Levy, Shiloh Fernandez, and Jessica Lucas. So at least one of you, uh, uh, Levy, Jean, whatever her name. Yeah, she, she's she's known from other things. Uh, Jane yeah. Levy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's done a lot of stuff, and I usually really, really like her in the stuff that she does. I did not love usually. Her. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, right. I so do like the that is... practical effects, but so it's yeah. essentially the same concept, except instead of a bridge out, there's a river, um, and instead of going camping, it's more of it's an intervention. They're like stranding Jane's character Jane. to 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 yeah. detox her rather than take her to a hospital. Same thing. They yep, find she's... this book of the dead amongst some hanging critters in the basement um is it supposed to be the same cabin um it's a good like question literally it's the they, same they, cabin they, no not literally the same cabin okay. um so i yeah i think this one is meant to be a remake but now i get confused because they, they, they started to sort of retcon maybe from yeah. <laughs> my understanding so i'm not 100 percent sure this is also considered a remake at the time, it definitely was. But, anyways, uh, yeah, uh, Jane Levy is that her name? Mia? Jane Levy, yep. Jane Levy, yeah, anyway, yeah. She's... You, you, Jane Levy, I think is what they should go by. But yeah, you, Jane. Yeah, <laughs> at least I can remember it that way. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, anyways, not, it was a family. She's done some great work, and and usually, like when I heard that that I didn't really pay attention to this when it came out, and when I saw her name on the on the back of the movie case, I was like, oh man, this is, I'm, this I might actually right. like this movie. Um, I was wrong, huh. but uh, right. it was still, it was interesting to see, I guess. Um, I don't know, like the, I looking at the, the trivia on this one, it looks like when, when Sam was pitched the possibility of, of a full on remake, Bruce Campbell yeah. was not at all interested in in doing it or or in in being involved but he finally relented when they said that they were not recasting the role of ash um no he wants to he wants a hold on that i mean i would yeah 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 sure but i i did think two at two different points in this movie i did think that they were going to do the chainsaw arm from evil dead 2 and that's i think that's like evil the evil dead like it's fine Evil Dead 2, I really liked. I actually remember really liking that movie yeah. for the podcast. Yeah, well, that's, I've and told you that, that, that's why I, it's one of the movies that I think, why I think twos are better than ones in a lot of cases for horror yeah. franchises. And in this, in this movie, Evil Dead 2013, like they teased elements of two yeah. as much yeah. as, as one, but they never really got there. It was more of just like this, 
just another dime a dozen horror movie for me of Mm. like just a bunch of kids in the woods. People should be dead. They're not dead. One woman literally just disappeared. I don't know what happened to her. Talking about the nurse gal? Yeah, the nurse gal. Like she gets gets possessed uh, and then like but that's her like, phase. Jane yeah, Jane's Jane's character dies like thirteen times. I don't know. I may, <laughs> might, might be rounding. Um the other girl cuts her arm three. off with a meat saw. Um, gets takes turkey, a couple dozen nails to the head and then all over her body. She's fine. Jane's character is the one that also gets ravaged by the woods and possessed. Yep. Um, With a slug, it looked like. It was a weird thing. It was like, yeah, it was like, like blood venom. clot or something. Yeah. yeah. Some sort of slimy glop. Yeah. Um, my buddy Joe Bob would say slime glopola monster. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. This is like, I haven't seen enough horror, I guess, to know what to compare it to. But I, I fervently believe that if if you're gonna do a remake and you can't make it better, then don't make it. And it seems like they were they were so focused on getting the blood record that nothing else really mattered. Yeah, you know, I, there's plenty of blood, but I really I really got to disagree and. It is highly regarded as one of the better horror remakes. I went in when I saw it in the theater. Of course, I was very excited. I was expecting it to, to hate it. And I walked out being very neutral. Um, I don't remember when I watched it the second time, but the second time I watched it, I, I really fell in love with it. it. It's a Halloween staple as much as the Heck, I watch it more than the first one. Um, is it better? I don't know if I would say it's better. I mean... No, it, it's not. But to me, for you to call it a, just another horror movie, Kids in the Woods, I, I really wouldn't. I have to. I disagree with you, sir. I think it's. If it was its own thing and it hadn't come from uh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, I think it would have been hell. A great, great movie. All right. Um, I think there are too many cats that are dead for them to have stayed showing up so i think this is another example of where they should have called the movie camping with idiots um i don't i really don't understand why the roots are a part of the thing but uh apparently that's uh it was just a reference to one and that's how they initially take over apparently um the knife cutting into the cheek with like the ichi the killer to an extreme i thought was real creepy that was a cool scene. Okay, all right. Um, they honestly lost me with the barnyard heart surgery with duct tape, though. So, um, that's fair. Yeah. Same with the uh, like when the girl cut her arm off, he just literally put duct tape on it. He's like, "You're gonna be fine when we through this." <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's any movie, man. I get it, but I mean, it's again like it's the same rules not applying. Like he gets cut up several times, um, and he's fine he until turn. the end. Yeah. But then, like, that she, I can't she I gets infected and cuts her arm off the same way that like, you think, oh, this might be, like, whatever their version of Ashley is. And then the next time you see yeah, her, yeah. she's zombified. Um, it was just a weird a weird thing. It, it seemed like they didn't, they, they were just trying to do a couple twists too many. 
and I would have That's preferred them to stick with one. I enjoy hearing your points of view. Uh, never really thought of it that way. Sure, I guess I can. I can sort of see that. I don't necessarily agree that they make it detract from it in any way. But uh, okay. I mean, the guy that ends up killing the guy at the end died several times, and then well, I don't know if he, he Jane's didn't die. character he just got real, gets like real fucked up, crushed. Like he literally bashes her head in with a broken sink, and she's fine somehow. And they're like, I well, know he, didn't mean she, to hurt her. He got resurrected. But no, this is before that. Like she's done down in the basement, like just like crying, and the girl like, to 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 kind of bring the other girl in that had to cut her arm off to like entice her to come yeah. down the stairs. She's like crying. Is like everything's gonna be fine. We didn't mean to hurt you. She got her head bashed in with a sink repeatedly, and she shoved a nine-inch broken shard of glass mirror into this dude's chest. They're both fine. They're both just yeah. fine. Uh, so because the fine. Book of the, the Dead is colored and Sauron's coming through flames in it, there's three rules that evidently fix everything. Uh, you can do a live burial. You can do a bodily dis- the, the art of bodily dismemberment or the yep. pur- purification through fire. So because Jane's there for uh, intervention, her brother, who evidently has mastered the art of abandonment her whole life, is it's like... I'm going to fix this. I can do this. So first he tries to do uh, bodily dismemberment. He's not really feeling up to that task. Then he sees this tree on fire and Moses isn't talking to him or anything. So then he's like, all right, um, we're not going to do purification through fire. I'm going to do a live burial. So he buries her. But first he makes this like makeshift uh, defibrillation apparatus out of a car battery, two empty syringes syringes. and uh, a bunch of copper cable. And connects the red to the black and then shoves it. First, he buries her alive. She gives him this whole spiel, black backstory. He covers her up with dirt. Then he waits until the tree burns out, fire burns out. Then he digs her up again and uh, and then puts the... the uh, Quentin Tarantino defibrillation device into her chest, brings her back to life, and uh, everything's fine and dandy until he goes inside to get the keys and then he has to sacrifice himself, burst into flame. And then the way this movie starts, I honestly didn't understand at all until the end where there's this like ritual sacrifice of a daughter. It turns out she's an actual witch. Uh, the guy tries to kill her. It's I'm assuming it's at the same location. I don't know. Um, they showed the burn close, back. What's that? that? At the beginning, there did they burn her. Didn't they show the burn post in the basement? Oh, okay. So they... Yeah, that's why I wasn't sure because I just assumed yeah, yeah. that the whole thing they would did. burn down. No, um, no, it was it was very contained with because of that uh, <laughs> whatever he put on it. Um, so then she comes back from the book of Sauron and crawls out of the ground and the, the rain's blood, seventy thousand gallons of it evidently. Um, and then she comes after. Jane Levy's character, who is revived in the last one standing, has to cut her arm off because it gets crushed by a jeep, uh, and then gets the chainsaw, iconic ash chainsaw that she happens to find in the garage after trying to be stabbed with a machete, and um, cuts this woman witch in half, stem to stern. Personification she needed. One, two, three, four 
five, five deaths to be resurrected. Yeah, like they, they snuck that in, like has to have five deaths. It just happens to be five people at the cabin. And because Jane was buried alive <laughs> first, technically she died. She died, yeah. So, yeah. I didn't put it together that the creature was the gal from the beginning. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, you're probably right. It didn't make sense to me, but I'm assuming it's the same person. Hmm. Um, cool. I mean, there. I'm not saying it's just a horror movie. I mean, there's there's action movies that have the same thing too, where you're like, oh, you like literally crash into a window, and it happens to be right on top of the villain. Like that's garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just seems like it could have made sense, and it didn't. But um, I do. I mean, I, I still. It doesn't take anything away. I thought. I thought, for the most part, the acting was good. I thought the yeah. directing was good. I wish the writing, especially with Sam involved, would have been better. But um, I don't know if he actually yeah. worked on the writing or if the writing was credit for the previous work he, in the series that he'd done, like a story sure. by credit. They didn't designate that. So. Well, I mean, it follows the first one pretty well. I mean, the first one doesn't have much as the writing goes, you know. No, you're absolutely right. It doesn't. Yeah. So to judge this one on writing, I mean, yeah, anyways. It's a lot of fun. It's it's worth a watch, for sure. Yeah, yeah I didn't hate it. I just didn't, I didn't love it. Um, it was fine. It's fine. We're all fine here. Uh, a couple cool lines I liked from it from the beginning. Uh, boy. I'll rip your soul out, Daddy. And I won't read that one. Feast on this motherfucker. That's a good one. That was a good line. Uh, I liked the line at the beginning, uh, cross your heart, and he says, Hope to die. Yeah. Um, I thought that was like a, a fun, like, yeah, of course, you're gonna die. We're so. gonna die. Yeah. Uh, it does make some references, uh, to Evil Dead 81, the Buckthorn locket that the brother gives to uh, Eugene Levy. Uh, supposedly Buckthorn is good for your will, uh, but it's a you know, reference to the same locket. Well, you, know, you know what they say about will? Well, there's a will, there's usually a dead body. That's true. Where there's a will, there's a Jada Pinkett Smith. That's... Well, not anymore, evidently. That's what I've heard. <laughs> it used to be. Um, Times change. No, I think the, the locket did directly tie back to the other one, right? Like the first one, it was like a mirror locket. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's something I forgot to mention on that one. I did like, like when he held, when, when Sam, or sorry, when, when Ashley was like pretending to be asleep and like they did the eye, playful eye back and forth. Um, mm -hmm. Well, she was like going to take the gift from him. Um, they did the same eye back and forth when she's possessed. Yeah, um, yeah. and I was hoping for more of that style of the in the remake, and I didn't get any of it. Like they didn't have any of the cool shots on the stairs, like the creative camera work that went into the Evil Dead. I didn't see in Evil Dead. Sure, sure, yeah, that's um, fair. But uh, the locket did come back into play. Like they had the same. It was laid on the ground the same way. It was like a just another thing that was there that didn't really matter, but it was the same. Like the clock was the same. <laughs> So, fair enough. All right, well, why don't you give her a little rating there, buddy? Yeah, and well, the last thing that I have written down that I liked, 
of this one okay. was at the very end after the credits, uh, they have a silhouette of Sam Raimi turn. Or sorry, guys, keep saying Sam yeah. Raimi, but uh, Bruce Campbell, and he just turns to the camera and says, "Groovy." Groovy. I thought yeah. That was cool. uh, both this one and Rise, they they kind of start using the uh, catchphrases, which they didn't really use until Evil Dead Two. Yeah. Which is. Well, Evil Dead Two is a remake, right? Because. Yeah, he, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how they classify that, to be honest. I think it must be. Yeah. It's got to be. I mean, for me, it's got to be a an actual remake of the Evil Dead because the Evil Dead yeah. at the yeah. end he gets possessed like it's game over. It's a full circle thing. Nobody makes it yeah. out. Yeah. So then Evil Dead Two is more of like a more of a campy, Reboot, fun yeah. remake of like catchphrases. Like they make it kind of more of an action. It's like the the yeah, reanimator, yeah. right? Like it's more of a it has yep. or it has nothing to do with the se sequel. Seems like a complete separation from the prequel. It does. Yeah. Um, and this one seemed more of like just number one, but then they they kind of tried to to do a little bit. It just yeah it putting them both together didn't yeah. really work for me anyway. So fair enough. I guess out of my my rating system, I would say out of two ninety nine, I would give this uh, give it two dollars and one cent. Man, the way you talk about things sometimes, like I was I was expecting much lower than that. Yeah, I think I think it it's just not the originality for me is a doc. Uh, I yeah. I feel like they really misused some of the characters. Um, mostly because I, I really do think that Jane Levy is a, is a force in all the other things I've seen her in. I've really enjoyed her. And in this one, I just didn't sure. care. And I, I kept trying to like it, and I, I didn't like it. But, yeah. I mean, it's not terrible. It's a little bit, little bit under 70%, so 68%, yeah, yeah. something like that. Pretty good for you. Yeah. Uh... Of course, it's sex for me. Big old wet rain. <laughs> big blood rain. Blood rain. Big wet what what blood? Yeah. Blood wet, rain. Wet rain. Yeah. Well, it seems like a honestly a bad thing, but that's fine. Well, pain and so pleasure indivisible. On to the last. Evil Dead Rise. Twenty twenty three. Evil Dead Rise. Still dead. Still evil. That's what they should have called it. Still, still evil, still kind. dead. Yep. Yeah. Um, so the synopsis for this is uh, a twisted tale of two estranged sisters whose reunion is cut short by the rise of flesh-possessing demons, thrusting them into a primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of family imaginable. Written and they directed by Lee Cronin. They weren't that estranged. What? They weren't that estranged. They just hadn't no. talked in a while. They just hadn't talked for a while. They they were, they were estranged. Strange. Well, you, you say estranged. It seems to me like you haven't talked to each other in years and years, and you have no idea. I guess they didn't have the fullest idea what was going on with each other, but it wasn't like. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. I suppose is it? It's mo mostly there. Mostly there. There. So we got a whole new setting for this one. I believe uh, this is not considered to be a revamp. Um, 
I read an interview with Bruce that uh, the explanation for it was in Army of Darkness when he goes to the cemetery to bring get the Necronomicon to go home. There's three sets of ne Necronomicons. And like I said, it's pretty good retconning here. But so uh, apparently to allow this to the story to make some sort of sense or an attempt to make it, let it make sense. Uh, due to Army of Darkness and the three Necronomicons, there's three Necronomicons in the world. And this just happens to be one of them. And this is the story of it being found. Hmm. Does that make sense? I guess so. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty loose. I'll give you that. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I do like uh, Alyssa Sutherland, the actress. Yeah. Um, I thought she was a good cast for this. She's she's from, uh, I know her from Vikings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I thought she did a great job with like just the creepy, bloody smile. Um, mm -hmm. And evidently, mm -hmm. to get in the character and the mindset for that, she took inspiration and uh, watched Jim Carrey's performance as Stanley Ipkiss in The Mask. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. But she sure, really I has that it. like triangular, sinister, menacing smile down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the poster for it, I thought was good, was um, Mommy Loves You to Death. So, and she did. She does. Yeah, and she did. So it's this. I I do like that it followed the the kind of one room ish horror the way that the cabin did. Like yeah, there's yeah, not a yeah. lot of places to run there in a I don't know what city. Good parallel. Com it's complex LA. of L A. L A. So they're um they're in this in this apartment building. The roots come back into the elevator, do the same thing kind of thing where you're like, Cables. oh, that's weird um and then a lot of creepy things happen so it's a great synopsis man uh, i mean it's i got lines that i don't i honestly don't know what to call the synopsis like they they open on a scene that doesn't happen until the end it's a weird bookend so the the movie yeah. itself what, what do you think of that title card huh I mean, it was very, like, when that happened, I was like, well, here we go again. Same cabin, same woods, same idiots camping. Yeah, well, that's what um, they wanted you to think. But then they go to L.A., and, like, it seemed like a, again, like a different film. And I, I think part of it is just that they're using the title to get people to show up. Um, like yeah. the 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 title card with with the the body over the water. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And at the end of it, you're like, God, there's going to be a sequel. Um, <laughs> yeah. Probably. There probably will. But I, I think that, like, so it's just this, there were, were elements of that, that when they're talking, I was like, that didn't need to be in there, but that's every movie. Um, so the same thing happens. It's just in an L.A. apartment instead of, or like a, a high rise, I guess, apartment instead yeah, of a cabin. Yeah. And it's uh, instead of a three. bunch of horny teens, it's a mother and her ch three children, and then her sister yeah. comes in, who's also pregnant. Um, but you don't find that out until later. And then the 
they they go to this other this other room that the the two older children are in and one of them takes something and the other siblings like why would you do that and then same as all the other idiot campers they start opening this literal flesh teeth bound book it. hold hold uh, on there man yeah, there was okay. there was there was an earthquake uh, the kids went out to get some pizza so that the sisters could talk because they were estranged, apparently. And while they're gone, they come back into the apartment complex. There's an earthquake, and it opens up a crack. Apparently, this apartment building was built on an old bank vault, and the earthquake opened up a crack, a hole into the bank vault. Uh, the boy climbs in. He finds the Necronomicon and a recording. Have we seen it before? We have. We have seen it, seen it more than once. Um, but also, I feel like I shouldn't need to say this even to children. In an earthquake, because they had gone out for pizza, right? Like they went out. Yep, yep, yep. Then yep. the earthquake happened, and they run for the parking garage. They were in it. But I mean, they could have easily, like they ran further into it. They could have easily just <laughs> gone outside. They panicked. Idiots. Um... Idiots. 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 Um, but I mean, again, I shouldn't have to say this. Like, don't open a book that's bound with its own teeth. Yep, yep, that's... Pried it open. Wow, he was... Tooth catches him, <laughs> uh, catches the finger, blood on the book, absorbed into the book, book comes to life, bad things happen. I liked that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... Well, he wanted to uh, see if it was valuable because his mom needed money. The husband left. Maybe he could trade that into a to to, to Venkman's or to whatever the name of Dan Aykroyd's uh, occult books store. <laughs> That's right. Uh, give my best to the coven. That yeah. would be funny. Yeah. Uh, that would be that'd be really funny. I, I tell you, I mean, I, I know Ramy didn't. Uh, I, I don't know if it was Ramy Ramy. I don't know. He, I know he didn't direct this. Um, didn't even really have anything to do with this. But after watching this and the other movies, I feel like he should make a Constantine. Okay. I think. Sure. I think he would do like rather than make an Evil Dead again, or Evil or Deader three. Evil make a Constantine. Dead. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. I can see it. I think he'd do all right. Seems right but, up his alley, actually. Yeah. Like, they, they say Dead by Dawn. Like, there's a lot of thing. Like, like they do a lot of reference things. Um, I did really like the line, like, the, the brainless meat puppet. Um, but also, the where uh, the, when the boys come early on in the movie, they're like, we're watching all the Freddies in a row, even the shitty ones. And the little kid says... That's what the little kid says, and then the older one says, "There are no shitty ones." There are no shitty ones. I laughed yeah. pretty good at that. <laughs> yep. He's wrong. But... Um, I think uh, once they finally start turning, they have some pretty good quotes. The mom, uh, right when she's she's full on, uh, before she dies and comes back, she, she's uh, cooking some eggs in a cast iron, and she's just throwing the eggs in there, acting obviously strange. And she's mm -hmm. recounting a dream she has, and she says, All I could think about was how I wanted to cut up your bodies and crawl inside you so we could stay one big happy family. I really... I don't know. I think that's, uh, that's a great line, Zeke. It is. I thought she, did, she was a great villain. 
I thought all the acting and it was solid. Like I really liked the little girl. The sister was good. Um, they they have Stephanie. the same. I assume the same record playing. Um, Torum de Mantra, January twenty fourth, Year of Our Lord nineteen twenty three. Um, yeah. And I I'm assuming that that that's Bruce Campbell reading on the record. I don't know. That didn't really sound like him to me, but could be. He didn't sound like him to me either, but he is listed in the is he? in the okay. cast. So well, I could have dissenting voice on recording is what he's credited as. Yeah, fair enough. And that's the only time I could think of, unless it's like on the. Uh, it's it says on recording, and it's not like the the radio broadcast of the earthquake. So that's what made me think that. Yeah, he's I not imagine. playing so. Ash. It's just a, just a voice. Yep. Man, they could have altered it somehow. Yeah. I don't know why they would, but. But I mean, they, then they like the. It's a different kind. Of, it's the same and different kind of villainy. It's uh, like there's a three-headed Hydra. That they're trying to make yeah. the family become or something or multi like they don't stop at three. I guess that three yeah. is just so this what this one and the last one do is they start like uh, Necronomicon in, in eighty one doesn't really have I mean other than setting things in motion that's about about it. And of course you burn it, in the, but in uh, thirteen and this one there's apparently rules and like certain uh, phases of things. You know, in, in 13, you know, they needed the five and what have you. And you have certain ways you could bring them back to life, bury them, burn them, dismember them. And then in this one, they also... Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Stick them in a stew, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But it showed the mom, you know, like how how she would be. She gets them, you know, they do the their version of the famous horror scene with the elevator cables and then the... Uh, older sister, I'm not exactly sure what, what that was, but she turns into like a Cthulhu type. Or the the photo in the Necronomicon anyways looked like a Cthulhu type thing, and then she starts floating around like a ghost, which I thought was actually pretty cool. Um, yeah, it, it was. there were some cool elements. I mean, they, they had the same clock again. Yeah. Um, I love that clock. Um, I thought that the... The blood in the elevator was very, very much shining esque. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, it was a shotgun, I guess. Just so people know, uh, it ends up being this pregnant sister and the youngest daughter are the only two survivors. Everyone else in the apartment building is, except for one, of course, Zeke's favorite character, uh, is killed in his turn. Uh, so it's. Auntie Beth and I forget her name, but they're trying to survive and they make it to the elevator and then it fills with blood and it goes down, opens up, and they're back in the parking garage. Yep, and then the parking yeah. garage is where they go full on Fargo to uh, win the fight. There's a wood chipper, yep. yep. Um, and, and then the Necronomicon said that, <laughs> I don't know, all the deadites, demons, whatever, turned into some sort of amalg amalgamation. They're all stuck together and chasing them down. And Auntie Beth finds a chainsaw. Just in the parking garage. In. Well, there was a wood chipper there, so, you know. That's reasonable true. that they're... Reasonable that there would also be a chainsaw. Yeah. Pushes them in. What the quotes? It's a swallow this motherfucker or something. 
She she had something. Mm. And then you think it's over, but it's not, because then the beginning wraps around um, to where the the girls that go camping. One of them. Yeah. So this is the beginning uh, that we're talking about with the. It starts with the cabin with the uh, two girls that, that are cousins and the boyfriend. One of the girlfriends is, or one of the girls isn't feeling good. Uh, anyway, she was a deadite. And what Zeke is talking about, it's almost over. And then this girl that's the deadite from the beginning walks out of the apartment. She slept through the whole thing, didn't hear a thing. She's going through the parking garage, covered in blood, doesn't notice a thing until she does. And then apparently she gets turned and goes <laughs> goes to the lake. Goes to the lake with the cabin and... The brainless meat puppet is her boyfriend, and then the cousin is there, and she doesn't want to be there, and then the brainless meat puppet's flying a drone, and I think at some point is masturbating into the lake. I'm not entirely sure. I didn't catch that, but sure, I'll buy it. I mean, I, he's standing at the end of the dock with his VR goggles on, and he was just acting weird. Huh. I don't quite... Yeah, he probably... Yeah, he probably... I don't quite know what was going on there. It's just... It's a weird thing, and I didn't care to rewind Yeah, you're probably like, right. yeah, yeah, I don't care. Um... <laughs> and then uh, you get the opening title sequence is it's where the movie starts and then it's also where the movie ends. So Yeah. Possible sequel spot. I would imagine. Yeah. Or at least the opening for one. Yeah. But yeah. And overall, what did you think, my friend? I really thought that Sutherland's performance was really good. I thought she was a very good yeah. like it was a it was a good dichotomy of where I really liked her character, and I wanted yeah. I wanted the possibility for her to come through it, even though like you know it's not going to work out. Uh, yeah. So she's not really she's an unwilling villain. I think is, is how I would describe True. it. Um, I yeah. really liked that okay. dynamic. I I liked that. No one. Literally no one in it was safe. Like they were killing the kids. Yeah. They were killing each other. Um, you didn't really have it wasn't predictable where that was going. I didn't yeah. enjoy that. Well good. Glad it had some uh, things for you. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, of course. Uh it's definitely the weakest entry, but I still think again, if it was a standalone film, I think I would think it was pretty great. Um uh, it's hard to say with without it, you know. It is how it is, so I can't uh, say for sure. But uh, even as it stands with the franchise, I think it's solid. I don't think it's incredible, but I think it's I think it's all right. Yeah, it, it does. I think, ju it does justice to the rest. I think I would have liked both Evil Dead and Evil Dead Rise a little bit more if they hadn't been. Yeah. Part of us, like just hard remakes, just at, at yeah, a money yeah. grab with the title. I do think I liked this more just because of Sutherland's <laughs> performance. I thought I thought she outacted everybody in both movies. Like she was yeah, well, she, her performance in this was what I was hoping from Jane Levy and Evil Dead. Okay. This one I felt like Sutherland and she has like she's she she, she it was kind of just a she was a, a notable character in Vikings. But she yep. has like those model striking features. She's very tall, and she used 
all of that to her advantage in a creepy way in this movie. I thought yeah, that yeah, sure. like all of she knew where her lines were like facially to make it creepy. And then she used her height sinisterly. I thought that that she'd really embraced all of the, the character that she was given to play with. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. So, yeah, I thought the other sister did good too. I can't. Yeah, I, I, I actually uh, dissect, like she, she was very good. Uh, I didn't think that she had as much room to play, but I did. Um, sure. Anna Marie Thomas, uh, she doesn't have that many credits, but I, I thought that she did a really good job in this one. She is just kind of the troubled sister, and I, I think that was yeah. kind of the same thing that Jane like they're they're supposed to yeah, be broken, yeah. um, but her character wasn't like they were just trying to survive. I think that the possession is yep. what gave Sutherland room to just kind of run yeah, right. amok. And the yeah, it must really be the, fun being an actor to get in a role like that. Yeah, absolutely. Like that, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a Joker type of character where you just yeah. get to create yeah. the rules. And I thought the kids did a good job too. Like the little girl did a like she was yeah. good, but also the the siblings that were were able to just be creepy too. Was, yeah, they, they, did a, they did a fine job. Yeah, it was a believable, uh, believable uh, family dynamic. I thought pretty good chemistry, and then like, you know when they were turned, they they did well. Yeah. No, I thought it was fun. Well, good. Yeah. Seventeen hundred oh, well. gallons of blood. Um. Not nearly enough. Yeah, I'm ready to rate it if you want me to. Yeah, sure. Go for it. I would say two out of two ninety nine, I'd give it two dollars and a quarter. Boy, knocked it out of the park this year. You really did. I mean, I I feel like it was a trick, mostly because you really don't want to watch Paul Blart, but that's fine. I'm gonna keep holding it over your head. <laughs> one of these one of these years, you're gonna have to. One of these years, you're gonna put in some ridiculous movie that not even the director mm -hmm. or writer liked. And I'm going to bring back and Paul Blart. That's it. I'm blurted. Yeah. You're going to blurt me. Sex or the yep. Saw, I'm giving it sex. Um, I didn't write this one down, but it's got to be... Uh, help me out, Zeke. Give me, give me something. What, what do you... Uh, um, 170 gallons, 170,000 gallons of blood. One hundred seventy thousand gallons of blood. Wow! I mean, you got the record. That's a record sexing. Yeah, yeah. I stand by it. You stand behind that right? I don't care. I don't care if it makes sense, but I stand by it. <laughs> it hasn't stopped you before. I don't know why it stopped. No, you that's now. right, and it won't stop me now. Yeah. Well, right on. Yeah. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. If you did, uh, check them out. If you're looking for something to watch this holiday season, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, always remember, don't be a sucker. It's been a slice. If you need us, just whistle. <laughs>